Joanna. Hello, Nate. And hello to all of you. We are Stranger Than, a podcast that talks about weird shit. The unexplained. Weird shit. The creepy. Weird shit. <laughs> and the macabre. As well as weird shit. This time, we'll be talking about a couple of different things that are still related in a way. Well, they're both in like Eastern Europe, aren't they? Yes, and they are both things that are found in a different place. And that place happens to be the same for both of them. We'll be talking about the Bosnian Pyramids and the Romanian Sphinx. So, you know, both pyramids and sphinxes are in Egypt. Right. They are indeed. Near Visoko, Bosnia, northwest of Sarajevo, there is a part of the landscape that looks a bit out of place. Bosnia and Herzegovina, as the area is called today, is east of Italy over the Adriatic Sea and is between Croatia and Serbia. Egypt is over a thousand miles, 1700 kilometers, to the southeast and is traditionally, like I said, where one expects to see pyramids. Yes. Quite a bit of difference in the landscape and... Oh, yes. Uh, every, you know, there, there's a huge difference between Bosnia and Egypt. Yes, and there's a huge difference between Bosnia and South America, where you also find pyramids. Yeah. But we got them here in Bosnia anyway, or at least things that look like them. Several peaks that rise above the town of roughly 40,000, though covered in native plants, have four suspiciously precise sides reaching a point. The largest of these peaks called Pyramid of the Sun, has ruins at the top of it. It's pretty cool looking. Oh, yeah, it's real cool looking. Because it's like all green. Yeah, it's just like a green pyramid. Yeah, which is a stark opposite to the ones found in Egypt. Yes, you know, which are not rock green. colored. They're rock colored and lots of sand. And here it's just like, it's like a green foresty I mean, not super foresty, but... Green. Yeah, it's green. Yeah. It's very green. It's like a green field and mountain and hills, and then there's just like this badass green pyramid. Definitely more similar in that respect to the South American ones than Egypt, because, you know, in South America, they're also not sand-colored. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been to some of the... Well, not in South America. I've been to the... Um, I went to like Chichen Itza in oh, yeah. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Back when they used to let you climb up to the top still. They don't let you do that anymore. They don't let you do it anymore because it's crumbling too much. I mean, oh. it was already really steep to do it. I mean, it'd be kind of thing like, man, you better not fucking stumble going down this thing. Yeah, because you'll, you'll only stop at the bottom. And I was making my mom nuts, and now I know what that's like because I was like standing like right at the edge and like, you know, sticking one foot out. Like, oh, yeah. Over the edge, like, oh, look, you know, and just like, don't. Because, oh my God. Because your kids do that? Uh, I don't even let them come close to doing that because it freaks me out so bad. <laughs> um, Probably like Jarek might, but he knows that I'm literally like having a stroke. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a fucking asshole kid. That's for sure. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I believe it. Well, this pyramid is one third larger than the Great Pyramid at Giza. Isn't it like 900 feet? tall something like that it's fucking ridiculous it's yeah huge giza is that 
that's in Egypt. Yeah, right? that's that's in Egypt. That's one of the the big. That's the big one. That's where the Sphinx is, and that's where the Great Pyramid is. Okay. The top of the pyramid in Bosnia gives off a measurable electrical transmission of some sort. It's a 13-foot-wide area, nearly 4 kilometers, and transmits at a frequency of 28 kilohertz. So there's an actual rate, like a f- energy There's something? an energy, yeah. There's yeah. a 28 kilohertz electrical energy that goes up there. Do they think there's an explanation for that that could be found in nature? They, I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious, because it's like, do other things, like, emit... I didn't... Electricity? I, I mean, you can power a cell phone off a potato. Yeah. At least maybe conduct conduct it. Maybe it's built on something, on top of something that... Maybe some kind of, like, some, ley line situation? Yeah, something, something that's under it, like, yeah. is going through it. Well, they have done animal tests using ultrasound frequencies as low as 28 kilohertz. If I understand it correctly, it is... Supposed to reversibly open the blood-brain barrier. Is this why it's supposed to be like a healing place? I'm not sure if that's the reason or not. I'm not sure if opening up your blood-brain barrier is necessarily healing or not. Right. Like, what does that do exactly? So, <laughs> this is done with what's called microbubbles present. Microbubbles are tiny bubbles filled with gas that have acoustic properties of some sort. These acoustic properties allow the microbubbles to be used as a contrast in an ultrasound images. These small bubbles are what allow us to see shit with ultrasound. Focused high frequencies are able to disrupt the blood-brain barrier, and unfocused low frequencies are able to do the same. Oxford Dictionary tells us that the blood-brain barrier is the mechanism of capillaries that brings blood to the brain, disallowing certain things in, like bacteria or toxins. So this is opening up that barrier. Mm. So allow just anything to go into your brain. Well, that's not cool. That's um, not necessarily. I don't think good. I want. Now a I bunch don't of stuff to be able to get in there. I don't know if the twenty-eight kilohertz frequency that's found on the top of that does anything like that at all. But the same frequency, low low frequency tests have been done with that same frequency, and it's done this thing with the blood-brain barrier to and animals. It's, to animals, and it's done in a way. That it's not focused, it's unfocused, so it's just like an area effect sort of thing. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, people have been. Haven't they been on top of there when they've been? Oh yeah, there's ruins up there. Yeah. So probably. So I mean, no one's gotten hurt so far that we know of. I mean, I I wasn't able to find any information about anyone feeling shitty while they're up there. I would be. I saw a bunch of stuff where people say they feel good when they go there. It wouldn't make any sense for them to feel like shitty while they're up there because. The ruins, is that was the seat of the ancient kings. Not ancient, but like medieval kings. So there was, that was where court was held. There was tons of people there all the time. So if it was a place that fucked you up, why would they do that? I get, yeah, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. No, not really. Under the soil, about three feet or one meter, aggregate rectangular six-sided blocks were discovered. They are made of five layers of concrete with 15 centimeter, five and a half inch layers of clay between each. These make up the walls of the pyramid. Aggregate means it was made with intention out of several different materials. The concrete found here is very compressed and very rigid. It's stronger than actual concrete, isn't it? The blocks? It's, str- it's stronger than the regular concrete you get, 
today you can only like developed countries can get this special kind of concrete that is this powerful. It's, uh, you know, re- and it's expensive. So uh, considering the time that this was done, it's pretty. It's weird. It's pretty advanced concrete making skills is what yes. it is. It was shown to be resistant to 94 megapascals of pressure, which is equivalent to 13,000. 633.5 pounds per square inch. Megapascals, I think, is just the metric version of pounds per square inch. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, I was going to do, I was going to say, how do you convert pounds per square inch there to the metric system? Math. I didn't do the math. Someone else did what, the math. What it would it be like kilograms per. Oh, no, megapascals. 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 That's, yes. That's, that's just the. the that, it just has a one word term for it, huh? That's right. Megapascals. Well, megapascals of pressure, I think, maybe. I don't know. Pounds per square inch, easier. Mm-hmm. That's easier for me to imagine. Yes. Although, still, I mean, 13, that's that's a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. So this concrete is some pretty, pretty, pretty good concrete. Yeah. The Rabney tunnels are thought to be under the Pyramid of the Sun. Some say that this is a naturally occurring tunnel system. Though photos would suggest otherwise. It looks pretty smooth. Yeah. And then the concrete features, you know, there's the concrete things that are built into the wall. Mm-hmm. Have the rock, the bigger rocks in with the, the concrete. Like it was done on purpose. Right. Also, it was backfilled, too. Yes, yes. So That reminds they... me of a Gobeki Tepe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even uh, think of that, but totally. That yeah. was mystery about that one as well. And then the backfill is different than the the tunnels are made out of. The backfill or the fill is made of the same stuff that's around the tunnels. Mm-hmm. So it's like material and then tunnels and then that material that's on the outside again on the inside. The common theory for the tunnels is that they were for gold or silver or some other kind of mineral. You know, they're mining it there. Except there's no gold or silver there. No, and you don't fill in a, a mine that you're done with. You just fucking leave it. Right. Like, why would you take the trouble and the time to do that? Because it probably and, yeah. took, I mean, the, there it's a pretty extensive uh, set of tunnels that they've uncovered. And this is just what they've been able to get the fill out of. Yeah, I mean, there's there's excavate. more. There's more. So that, that seems like that would be a really time-consuming task to fill all those miles of tunnels. And, exactly. Yeah. And the shit that they found in there was quartz, clay, and sandstone, which is something that had almost no value then, nor does it have very much value today, really. Yeah. I mean, quartz does now. But it's still, yeah, nothing like gold. They did find several entrances to it, or at least a couple entrances to it. So that's interesting. They also found a lamp in one of the off tunnels. In 2012, they found this lamp. It's an oil lamp, and it was very corroded. I don't know if it was underwater or if there was water around it, but it's rusty as fuck. It doesn't... They don't think it's ancient, so they're not thinking it came from BCE times or anything. Right. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they weren't using oil lamps. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Even if they knew how to make good concrete, like, that would really surprise me. That would be a... Is some, if yeah. we find, like, a monolithic oil lamp. <laughs> like, like, wow, <laughs> megalithic. Megalithic. Megalithic oil lamp. Yeah. They expect it to be from the medieval to around the 17th century. Mm-hmm. So that puts it from about 
400 to the 1600s, somewhere around. So that's a pretty wide range of time, but it's pretty much follow the Western Roman Empire to the Renaissance. Hmm. Or through the Renaissance. Interestingly, reports say that the farther you go down in the tunnels, the easier it is to breathe, which is not generally how it works. Right. Usually, like, you got to worry about that when you're mining and stuff that... All of a sudden, you don't have any fucking oxygen. Oh, yeah, your CO2. Or, or that you, like, un- unexpectedly come across some, like, gas that's, like, emitting from deep within the earth. Yep. So he's, like, sent the fucking canary down and shit. Yep, so you didn't run into anything you, that would kill you if you breathed it. Yeah. Because that's not good. That that would be a shitty way to die. They, I mean, just long enough to suffocate, so yeah. not... I mean, there's definitely worse, more prolonged deaths, but just... I can't imagine what that feels like. Your lungs just. You're melting. trying to breathe, but you can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. guess depending upon what it is you run into, if it's just all if, CO2, if then if you're just. just asphyxiate, straight up CO2 asphyxiation. That's not that bad. But like imagine some. Methane or. Some fucking horrible like gas. Yeah. Some something. Corrosive. Sulfur gas or yeah, some fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That'd be great. The pyramid itself is said to be made of a mixture of the materials found in the tunnel and other stuff. That's what makes up that concrete that it's made out of. They were really into this concrete. Seriously, they were super impressed with the concrete. I'm impressed with it. It's impressive concrete. Yeah. Those that believe that the pyramids were made to harness some kind of energy also find it significant that part of the mixture was quartz. Quartz has a wide variety of uses in electronics today due to its heat resistance and electrical properties. And on a metaphysical level, it's thought to amplify energy or amplify an intention. Mm, like crystals, because quartz and crystals. Yeah, quartz is yeah. a crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 they what they were into crystals. <laughs> they were hella into crystals. And so, if this pyramid was something that's supposed to be harnessing power, it would make sense. You'd want to have something in there that would then amplify the power, right? Because it's pointless. A one-to-one power ratio isn't isn't great. You want to. Have I'd have to won. go there and charge my crystals if I like did that shit. You should. I don't though. I have some, but I don't. I don't go that far with them. <laughs> you just got them. I just got them because they look cool. I'm not trying to be like, okay. <laughs> not trying to do some some uh, reiki or no or any crystal healing or any of that. No, I'm not. None of that like, for just, you. Uh, give me, give me some pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get high, bitches. More like I want something that actually fucking works. There you go. (laughs) There were also megaliths of varying sizes found in the tunnels in several locations, one of which bearing runes used in the 2nd century CE. So there's that common question that hovers around all megaliths. How did it get there? People. And then this one's underground, (laughs) so how the fuck did they come across giant stones while they were tunneling and then carved them out that way oh yeah the big giant stones. yeah the yeah the still like, is that you know, what you were explaining because i just yes yeah. yes yes well it was very wordy so i kind of lost track of that's fine <laughs> so they found megaliths in the tunnels yeah the big giant stones okay i and it's crazy they look like it's like a big giant like half a half a sphere or something yeah it's kind of like a big tylenol you know like <laughs> or a giant like wheel of Gouda or half wheel of Gouda. The They're pretty geez. crazy, but those are the things that people like go in the tunnels and like put their hands on one of those. 
Probably the one with the runes, yeah. And uh, be like, oh my god, now all my pain is gone. Well, it's super weird because you can breathe down there better than you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty well. So yeah, that was. I mean, it wasn't so much the tunnels, and I mean that's pretty advanced. But then it's like going along the tunnel. It's like almost like it's like in a display. Yeah. Like oh, and here's this giant fucking stone that's like the size of like three people stacked up together. Man, our ancient ancestors had such a hard-on for rock. I know. It was crazy. It's like, behold, the giant stone. Okay, All keep walking, them. keep walking, and we're walking. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a giant stone on the right. Uh-huh. And here is another giant stone. We really liked this one. Yeah. I mean, man, all of those, just, it's weird. It's weird. It is weird. It's just like, God, what did that mean to them? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> Something significant because clearly, Jesus fuck, that's a lot it's of just. It's just trying to imagine the mindset of like times old as fuck is that, and you just don't know shit. Or maybe you do, and we don't know shit. Well, you know shit. You have the capability of knowing a lot of shit, but it's all limited to your immediate environment and what has you know. Maybe who knows? Who knows? People as a collective have learned. I mean. I would, I'm not fucking Einstein or anything. I would not be able to, if all of this stuff wasn't like discovered already, I wouldn't be the one fucking making discoveries here. Right, right. Uh, Other people do that. So just civilization as a whole. Like he probably knew like a lot of shit about a lot of shit. Stuff that we don't know about, like how to like survive and like kill stuff and skin a deer and cook Oh yeah, well there's, I mean there's that stuff, but maybe, maybe it was vastly different back then than we think it is. So, I don't know. It seems like it was that way. I would just like to know what the fuck was up with all the rocks. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, what do you, what do you see when you look at that? What does that mean to you because of how your life has been? What kind of context does the common knowledge of the time put these giant rocks into? Which is, I mean, some, like our very early beginnings and we're very isolated. There's just nothing but what we are doing every day just surviving and yeah rarely running into other humans besides Mm -hmm. the whatever family or tribe or clan or however the hell they were yeah Yeah, weird weird shit yeah just looking for that next big rock right (laughs) in addition to the pyramid of the sun there is also to its south the pyramid of love the pyramid of love over the river East of that is the Pyramid of the Moon. And then there's a dragon, right? Well, south of there is the Temple of Mother Earth. Okay, okay. And then south and west of here, which is directly south of the Pyramid of Love, is the Pyramid of the Dragon. Okay, now, did was this name actually carved into it, or is this something just a bunch of fucking hippies like named it? Uh, basically, what uh, just a bunch of fucking hippies naming it. <laughs> It's pretty impressive the the group though that that's uncovered all this because yeah I mean people have been dicks to them quite honestly yeah and honestly we we, we call them a bunch of fucking hippies but still they're they're doing they're, pretty impressive they're out shit. there doing like my dream job being fucking archaeologists and shit yeah finding shit that no one else believes is mm-hmm. is real and well it's just because it's it's another thing that it's like Gobeki Tepe it yeah. kind of just disrupts the uh accepted linear view of how we evolved and what we were able to do at certain times. Oh yeah. And since the mainstream of archaeology has built their careers on that, having that proven wrong is not good for their careers. Yeah. No, there was like a lot of British, uh, 
entities i don't know like <laughs> journals and clubs science clubs and the institutes whatever they have out there but several of them called it like a hoax and yeah 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 said that it's not real or it's just a it's just a hill and it's like mm, not so much i mean is it is it really just just a hill because yeah i've been wrong before about saying things don't appear in nature and then they <laughs> I actually was do. Thinking about that very thing, you but know? <laughs> I don't feel like we see a lot of pyramid-looking things in nature. No, that's a pretty. Di- I mean, the other ones are a little more obscure, but the the sun one, the the sun. Yeah, pyramid, that's very. That's very distinct pyramid shape. That that would be very unusual to find a hill that that was that, especially a hill. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like. You know, I'll I'll, pre- I'll say some stuff about the next one when, when we're talking about the Sphinx and everything. But <sighs> yeah, it I don't that hill had to have some help at least. Yes, I mean obviously there's there's the stones which I think kind of disprove that it was just a hill. Yeah, there's all that fucking concrete. But if I mean, um on. they just want to pretend that the concrete came there naturally out of nowhere. I mean, somebody would still have to be like in a landscaping. And if you like at least, at least it... a bunch of people with right. Su- yeah, I mean, it seems like it couldn't be natural entirely. Right, I could see it having three sides that way, like off out of the side of a hill, like, it's something like that. But maybe had to carve a four-sided, out one, but a four-sided pyramid. Yeah, which always like kind of gets me because it's a triangle, but it has four sides. Yes. It's very weird. It is very weird. But yeah, just very well defined. Yes. And I mean, the, the the concrete is aggregate, so it was purposefully made. Right. But I'm saying even if you can try and science that away somehow. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I would have a really hard time seeing something like that and just being like, oh yeah, nature just did that perfectly shaped pyramid. Of course. That's, that's what nature does. Yeah. That's that's just how that hill is. Habitation of this area goes back for some time. Bandage Cave has art that is from the Upper Paleolithic era, which is from 50,000 to 8,000 BCE. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Specifically, some of the oldest art is dated at 14 to 12,000 BCE. Still a long time ago. So there's art. Where's the art at? In the Bandage Cave that's in this area. Okay. The first people that are recognized as a cultural force in the area are called the Illyrians, and the area is known as Illyria. As previously mentioned, Italy is pretty close, and back in ancient times, that meant Romans. In 229 BCE, conflicts with Romans began. Shocker. I know, as as happens. (laughs) It concluded in 168 BCE with the new Roman province of Illyricum. So they came and they killed a bunch of people and then they're like, now this is part of Rome. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> in 10 CE, it was split up into different provinces, more more how we see it today with Serbia and, and then the Bosnia and, mm-hmm. and everything. As with much of Europe throughout most of history, this area went from ruling force to ruling force, such as the Huns, the Ostrogoths, and finally the Byzantine Empire, sort of making a return to Rome. Mm-hmm. In the 20th and 21st centuries, the area continued to be a hot spot. Played a pretty big role in World War One, you know. Hmm. Sarajevo being where Archduke Franz well, Ferdinand, yes. Ferdinand of Austria was killed. After the war, it was called Yugoslavia, where it eventually, as World War Two drew near, basically became a Nazi state. 
after World War II, everything was fine until around the 90s. There was war. A bunch of bad shit went down. Genocide. Oh, Military. Yes. People oh, dying. The Bosnian Serbs. And oh, man, it just a lot of ethnic ethnic cleansing is yes. like the nice word they say for genocide. genocide. Yeah. In 2016, Bosnia and Herzegovina applied for the membership to the EU. They have yet to enter it, but are expected to be accepted in the relatively near future. Apparently, the EU has plans to get many of the Balkan nations into the fold, including Turkey. I hate their acronym. The EU is really hard to say. Ew. Ew. Yeah. It's difficult. It just doesn't, it's not like U.S. It probably sounds better with an accent. The EU. I can't do it. Nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. EU. (laughs) It just, it it, it just sounds worse. But probably because my accent sucks. I think that's where you're going with that. Just stop, stop trying to do an an accent. (sighs) All right. It's rude. God. Do you have anything to add about the Bosnian pyramid? I don't really have anything to add about the Bosnian pyramid other than to say uh, good job to Dr. Dr. Osmanagic, who has been like kind of the main excavator guy. The man with the master plan, basically. The man with the master plan, the man that has kept going, and there's a whole big group of them now, but... But he was the the originator. mm Mm-hmm. I think, what, like... 2006 is when he might have discovered this. 2006 or 2008. Yeah. And yeah. then has just been kind of working relentlessly on. Uncovering the truth. Yeah. Despite. Despite everything. the fact that everyone's like, it's a fucking hill. Right. <laughs> and again, I don't really think it is. I don't think it is either. I, I don't really think there's anything supernatural about it. Um, The electrical. I mean, the electrical thing, thing the is, top is weird, pretty weird. But, I mean, maybe that has something to do with like the quartz and stuff. That's why I was yeah, just wondering, true, like, because that kind of stuff will is you know conduct energy. I mean, we use quartz and so, watches. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got so, scientific uses today. That is that that's used for. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if like other things maybe that were heavy and whatever it's made up of maybe emit shit too and we just don't know about it we just don't bother to measure it yeah hey maybe 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 we do bother to measure it and it's just uh stuff i haven't come across yet because that that could well be the case (laughs) maybe it's pretty it's pretty obscure topic i'm sure um so yeah i don't think there's anything overly like oh my god aliens made this and i i i feel like it hasn't been except i think 100 percent we made it it's man-made it's awesome. Yeah. It's super awesome. It's a very a good, great accomplishment of man. But as we've seen with other things, like it doesn't always happen the way the science says so. Or yeah. Except, no, it, yeah. It, it, we don't actually know shit. Right. We haven't <laughs> discovered a lot of things that might change up the whole timeline on how right. we evolved. And, right. Yeah. So it's disruptive, but I think it's it's genuine and awesome. Yes, I I agree. So let's move on to the Romanian Sphinx. The Busagi Mountains are in the central part of Romania, just northwest of Bucharest. In the mountains, an appropriately named plateau called the Busagi Plateau, there is a rock formation, standing twenty six feet tall, eight meters, and thirty nine feet wide, twelve meters. This rock formation looks like the head of the Sphinx at Giza. It does. 
it there's some strangely pretty, does. Yeah, there's some there's some cool pictures for sure of this. It's commonly called the Mountain Sphinx and is believed that wind erosion shaped the rock and it's possible that thousands of years ago those that migrated to Egypt saw this rock and fashioned the Great Sphinx after it. Oh. I thought people would have been in Egypt first. Well, maybe not people, like building te- not building pyramids or anything but people moved their way up from I mean, didn't we all start? I, mean, I guess in, like, we did Africa, start from Africa, and that's well, who where knows? Egypt is. I, I don't know. I was just curious. There was a, maybe there was a specific land path that long ago that isn't there now. Could be. Again, I don't know. I don't know what everyday life was like, Certainly or what the every- map looked like. Really, <laughs> what the map looked like, uh, and then you're talking about like a million lifetimes. Yes. Now, most believe that it was wind erosion. Some believe it was built by aliens, but someone always believes that something is built by aliens. Well, yeah, everything could be built by aliens if you just think about it. If you just say that. Yeah, or just, (laughs) yeah. Some believe that it was actually built by ancient people, a people called the Dacians specifically. Dacians are ancient Transylvanians, geographically speaking. So... Like ancient Count Dracula's? Sort of. They were Thracian, <laughs> basically. Thracian. So, so like a- ancient Spartacuses? Sort of, except for there's still Greeks and there's no more Thracians. So, no. <laughs> you're not Thracian, you're Dacian. Yowza. That's pretty awesome. That was just off the cuff. Wow. Straight up. Anyway. Some believe that the Dacians built the statue as a tribute to his Almoxis. It's not agreed on who or what he was, but it's thought he was like a founder prophet or a fancy priest man of some sort, whose line is intertwined with that of the line of kings of the Dacians and the Gete. The Gete were an ancient people that had a close, positive relationship with the Dacians. Also, no longer there. Romans got these guys too, I'm pretty sure. Probably. The Dacian ruler, Decibal, is said to have murdered his son at this site, at the Sphinx, so that his son could bring a message to the gods. I only found one place stating this, but Decibel, or Decibalus, was the last Dacian king to reign before Rome took the whole place over. I was unable to find any story of him killing his son, or of him needing a messenger to the gods, though he was fighting Rome, so that's a pretty good reason to try to get the message to the gods. I guess so, because I was like, wow, fully committed to that, aren't you? Right. Jesus Christ. Right. I saw a lot of things online about Zalmoxis and Jesus somehow being similar, but it sort of does, I just didn't really read into it. Well, that seems like a lot. I mean, I get off off topic, you know. And kind of go beyond, but I decided not to go quite that far this time. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna leave it at that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. At the end of November, a so-called energetic pyramid can be seen above the Sphinx. Some sort of something to do with the sun's rays. This is a pretty famous occurrence, and it's spoken about on many visit Romania type sites. There's also said to be a network of tunnels beneath the Sphinx. A 2009 book called Transylvanian Sunrise alleges that the U.S. government discovered a negative space beneath the Sphinx using some kind of spy technology. Apparently, a secret team was sent into the tunnels 
where they met super intelligent beings who told them stuff. Stuff hmm. like Atlantis and Lemuria being confirmed and saying that... Oh, of course. That things like... And there was a second shooter, you know, with Kennedy. Like, uh, not so much those like, sorts uh-huh. of conspiracies, but like... Uh, no, but they the always, theory like, of evolution it... is wrong. Oh, okay. Ooh, and Christianity, totally right. Oh, I see. Of course. I see. Christianity confirmed. I mean, that's just... I mean, they always just fucking have some guy that they <laughs> run into. He's just like, oh, that hey. That just happens to that. go along with, like, whoever... Like, whatever group is trying to perpetuate this theory that just just so happens to align with all of their oh yeah shit oh yeah it was some it was some fucking enlightened being who just spelled it all out yes know. i'm christian yes. you're christian too That's jesus all is right. lord evolution is bullshit jesus um, is lord evolution is bullshit mm-hmm now like, what, that's just that just fucking blows my mind that Imagine that. I know, right? Imagine that. Imagine that. Some people believe that there is what's called the Hall of Records beneath this Sphinx. The reason they think this is because of the either writings or somethings of a man named Edgar Case. He was an alleged clairvoyant. He called himself a clairvoyant. Was he a vampire? Uh, He was not a vampire. He would answer questions about Atlantis future events um, and other stuff while he was asleep, quote-unquote, allegedly. that he was not a vampire. I'm sorry, he's not a vampire. One of the topics he spoke about was this Hall of Records, which is supposed to be this hall with all kinds of esoteric knowledge. Oh, and really? he said it was underneath the Sphinx. And I bet so, you it's written in English, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably all about Jesus. Yeah. Much of Jesus spells. Christianity is real. Jesus is Lord. So when he talks about the Hall of Records, everyone just immediately assumed it was the Sphinx at Giza. And so some people believe, well, maybe that this negative space found out by the Pentagon underneath this rock in fucking Romania is the Hall of Records. Maybe. Maybe. I'm a little bit lost with, with all that, but okay. Yeah. I, Whatever uh, they say. You know, and I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to diss Jesus because I actually, I'm a huge fan. Big fan. I am a big fan of Jesus. No, like yeah, I name all of his albums. Re- actual real Jesus, but um, anyone who wants to hold Jesus over your head is not an actual, like, someone who's actually, like, interpreting what Jesus was about. Right. And that gets annoying because that's, like, a majority of them. <laughs> well, that and all of the written materials we have about him were written hundreds of years after his death, so, right. you know, his existence at all as anything more than just a folktale is kind of well, put into not all i mean there was some where it's like some of his original disciples i think there they were all written but i th- i mean it's all been like translated definitely after. translated yeah like i'm sure we could argue for days about when it was actually written but we can all definitely agree it was translated so many times by people who had and oh. yeah, people that were writing it, oh, this is a letter from one of the disciples yep. and they're reading it, but yeah. And when they throw in the those mm-hmm. and thy, the thous and thys and shit like that, they didn't, they didn't talk like that way right. back then. And they certainly didn't talk like that in Aramaic mm-hmm. in zero. Right. Yeah, no, there's, yeah. I guess it wouldn't have been zero, but still. But even what is written about Jesus is like, are you even listening to what? <laughs> right? Is he stuttering? Shit. Like, do you not get this whole section of the book? <laughs> <laughs> right? Apparently not. 
Apparently like, not. all the other sections are actually bullshit, and he says so. That's the only reason the other sections are in the book, is because he's like, yeah, don't listen to all that other shit, the fire and brimstone and... What have yeah, you. Yeah, and what have you. But they just kind of, I don't know, people just want to take what they want from it, I guess. Yes. Take it how they want. But yeah, all right. I love Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> A lovely admission. <laughs> I love you, Jesus. So yeah. Anyway, the Sphinx. Uh, any other like major? You know, did any other government people do other? Not that I could find. Any other all-knowing entities? That's that's the only. I could only find the one account about the Pentagon finding the mm-hmm. cavity and sending a secret team in there. Right, because that's Just the sort of thing that the Pentagon lets this, people know. The that same they do. kind of stuff that all like. The yeah, Jesus deep, is Lord. Okay. Deep state like conspiracy oh, things. Oh yeah, and then I mean, there's the whole library. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The Hall of Records. I bet that's what it says right outside little like you know underground door in in ancient <laughs> hieroglyphs. Hall of Records and ancient hieroglyphs. That's awesome. Well, do you have anything else about the Sphinx for us? Well, just that my th- I mean, I kind of, I I want to say I think it's just cool rock i don't think it was actually even man-made it doesn't look like it was made and it is really freaky it is really freaky but i mean i have been out and seen some really freaky rocks but that just look like shit it's just such a weird i mean there's only as far as i know one other sphinx on the planet Mm -hmm. maybe there's more but still it's such a weird thing you know it is i mean you see it and it's just like damn you'll see it in the art when i do the art everybody But you can Google it, too, and to get some better pictures. I'm sure I'll only have one up there of it. But it's, but it's really odd. But if you look at it from the other side, it looks it's like completely like different. It's like you're if you're only viewing it from the one angle. Oh, I'm sure. Of, yeah. It looks freakishly like that. So I. I don't know. I think it would be if it was man-made, it would be more symmetrical. And if it had like Probably. eroded away, it would be it would be smoother. It's pretty jagged. Yes. And, and so if it was man-made, it would be. Not only visible from one angle, probably. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or if it, half of it had broken off, it would be a much different break. It would be like a smooth. Yes. And look at all the other megaliths that yeah. we see and the shit that's on them mm-hmm. and how they've weathered. And this one, I'll agree. It's probably not actually inter- intended on being a sphinx. It's I would... just awesome as shit looking, though. I mean, oh, it totally is. awesome looking rock. I mean, if I was able to get out to Romania to go look at it, I totally would. If I had the means to <laughs> just be like, oh, Romania next. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would go and see it. And I I'd would have also... a cool like pic in front of it and I'd post it on my Instagram. Yeah, I would do all the things. I would buy that it's old enough that it's possible that ancient people may have come across that and been like, hey, let's build this and ended up building it in Egypt or something like it. Maybe it inspired them somehow. I'd buy that. Yeah. Or maybe people started having it as a place of worship because they came from there and saw it and be like, you know what? That really looks like one of those, that Sphinx back home. Yeah. Like, look at it's this thing. It's hard to tell since we don't actually know how old the Sphinx is. Yeah. And I don't believe we know how old this rock is. So. They're both pretty fucking old. Old, older than us. That is for sure. But yeah, awesome looking rock. Definitely. So I guess that's about it for the Bosnian Pyramid and the Romanian Sphinx. Check out 
all of our social medias. They'll all be beneath in the show notes as well as our sources. Be sure to check out the podcast syndicate we are a part of, ageofradio.org. And be sure to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash stranger than podcast. $2 gets you ad-free episodes and $5 gets you a bonus episode as well as ad-free episodes. Yeah, so you get the ad-free and the monthly bonus episode. And once I get some more stickers made, you'll also get a sticker sent out. Thank you very much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Stay strange. Stay strange.